0: to the comp buffet podcast i'm of course your host raffi and here with me uh, i'm very happy to have them here two very special people i care very much about i'm here with the all new ben Hola. and the amazing macy hello and today uh we're doing another comic <laughs> you know that thing that i like to do um it's it's the year 2022 it's a whole new year for the comp buffet it's all different it's all new what's what's changed well let me tell you uh episodes are coming out monthly now
1: Nothing.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> Nothing <is> different. Changed. <laughs> uh, we have a... I would stress to call it a studio. <laughs> this,
1: is, this is a room. This Every studio is a this
0: room. This is a room. <laughs> yeah. This is a room. We have a room for this now. And uh, the comics that I'm talking about this year are all comics that I have physically gone out to buy and uh, and read myself. In the past, we've done episodes of just stories that I knew but I didn't pick up at the time they came out. This is an example of a book that came out And I was, like, jazzed for it. (laughs) Jazzed. I was jazzed for it. And, uh, yeah, so to get into it, uh, I I should have prefaced this with a bit, because I had a whole whole bit in mind. I thought this uh,
1: was going to be about... Go ahead.
0: I had a whole bit in mind where I was going to be like, Today we're talking about everyone's favorite New York spider person. And then one of you would be like, "Oh, Spider-Man," and I'd be like, "No, no, the other one."
1: I was gonna ask you if this is gender-swapped Spider-Man because there was a woman yeah. on the cover and a Spider-Man.
0: So. No, no, literally, I was the bit was gonna be. You guys were just gonna keep saying Spider people names. Patricia Parker? Patricia Parker? I don't think that's a character. <laughs> Aunt May? <laughs> no. Uh, Miles Morales.
2: There's, there's been an Aunt
0: May Spider-Man somewhere. Right? Yeah, no, that's that's one of the Spider Verse people. Yeah, but yeah, you know, Venom, Miles, uh, Spider Gwen, Venom. There's a lot MJ. of them. Venom again? Yeah, Venom again. Yeah. Did I say Venom already? Yeah. Damn it. The other Venom. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Venom. Carnage. Yeah, no, yeah. I, like, I like disrespectfully referring to him, yeah. this Red Venom. <laughs> like, uh, like Haluigi's Green Mario. Yeah. But, uh, we're talking about Silk. Silk is a comic that came out in 2014. Uh, there is some, some, some work we gotta do before we get into this book in particular. Aw, oh, work. No, I hate work. Oh, no. It's our day off! No one said to me, work here. Alright, so... Okay, how, how do I start with this? So in 2014, uh, Dan Slott was writing the Amazing Spider-Man book.
1: Good
0: for him. Uh, he, had a, he had a little bit of a controversial run, but otherwise people like this stuff. Um, and he felt that there was a lack of Asian American com- Asian American characters in Spider-Man comics. So he created, like, three of them in his time writing for Spider-Man. And the third one he created was Silk. Silk is Korean-American. Um, she actually didn't first... She didn't first appear in a Spider-Man book. She first appeared during an event called Original Sin. Ugh.
1: How original?
0: Where the Watcher got his eye ripped out. Oh. And then his eye exploded. Yummy. And then his eye revealed secrets to the, like, the Marvel characters.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Cause, yeah, because all your knowledge is stored, stored in your, your eyeball. Eye. Yeah. yeah, specifically <laughs> your left eye, yeah. yeah. So, his eye explodes. Spider-Man's nearby, doing whatever the hell he's doing. He's like, I guess I'm involved in this. Oh, God, eye secrets! And, uh, he learns that, that the spider that bit him bit someone else after him.
1: Hmm. Stupid spider.
0: So, he looks into it, and he researches, like... Because he met this character named Ezekiel. And this this goes back to 2001. I'm jumping around a little bit. But back in 2001, a different writer named J. Michael Straczynski. That's uh, a terrible name. He, he did a Spider-Man story where this old man met Spider-Man. And this old man had spider powers. So Peter's like, what's, what's your deal? And Ezekiel's like, oh, you have spider powers too. So I'm guessing you know the Spider-God. The Spider-God. And Peter's like, what? 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 <laughs> well, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, there's a spider god. And he gave me my spider powers. So he must have given you spider powers. Secret religion. Yeah. Does
1: that makes sense.
0: And Peter's like, that's ridiculous. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. Yep. Which is. isn't ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> so. Like walk on walls. That's not, that's yeah. not crazy. Though. And Ezekiel's like, well, listen, buddy, uh, I got to put you in a bunker. Peter's like, again, why? <laughs> he's like. Well, because there's this guy coming for you. There's this vampire named Morlun who who drains energy from people, but his favorite energy to drain is spider people. So get in the bunker. Peter's oh, like So he's a, a racist. racist. Yeah, so he's a spider racist. <laughs> so, yeah, Peter fought Morlun, dealt with that whole thing, whatever. But the point is that Ezekiel is a person who, if he meets you and you have spider powers, he's, he's, gonna, assume, he's right? gonna he's gonna try to put you in the bunker. Alright, you just got that's that's just part of Ezekiel's thing. I think Ezekiel needs a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but So, yeah, in Original Sin, this is back in 2014. Whoa, we're back over here now. Um, Peter looks into Ezekiel's like financial stuff, and he learns about a bunker where he put a spider person. And it's the spider person that was bitten by the same spider that bit Peter. That he was looking for. Yeah, and this was Cindy Moon. Um, Cindy, Moon. Cindy Moon. So, yeah, they introduced her in, in, uh, in Original Sin, and then later she showed up in the Amazing Spider-Man book. And when she showed up from the bunker, she'd been in the bunker for ten years. So she, when she was, like, 17 in high school, she was bit by the spider. So
1: she was a teenager? Like, yeah. Like Peter Parker?
0: Like Peter. She was actually in his class. In yeah. fact, hmm. they don't bring it up, but in the MCU, Tom Holland Spider-Man, one of his classmates is Cindy Moon.
1: Hmm.
0: How do you, you know that? I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't know about it either until I looked up stuff about Silk. Um... But yeah, so in the Amazing Spider-Man book, they brought
1: that in, and just in case they ran out of content, I needed something.
0: Well, allegedly, against... we we all know how Sony is. Allegedly, Sony is going to be working on a Silk TV show. Of course. That
2: would, that would be interesting.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, So in Spider-Man's book, he finds Cindy, lets her out of the bunker. She her powers are a little bit different from, from Spider-Man's. She's not as strong as him, but she's fa-
1: suck.
0: But she's faster than him. And uh, what is it? she can make webbing from her fingertips. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, so just, like, like like Toby. That's that's gross. Gross. But yeah, she gets out of the bunker. She makes her costume out of silk, and
1: that's why she's called
0: silk. Yeah, and the well, other thing too, because okay, cool. Either because of the spider god, or because they were bitten by the same spider. When Peter and Cindy were around each other, they wouldn't be able to resist each other. Like Did they want to make out. Like animals in heat. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Peter's roommate yeah. had to literally spray them with a water bottle any they were near each other to get them from, like, t- stop them from touching each other. At oh, all. my God. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird, too, because, like, Cindy spent ten years in a bunker, hasn't had any human interaction in ten years, and the first person she meets that she gets, like, you know, she gets out and she meets is, like, someone that she physically can't stop touching, which is, like, weird for her. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's a weird border, and it's why... I wasn't really interested in Silk for the longest time until she got this book. Because to me it was like, oh, Silk, you mean like Spider-Man's like... She's just a horny she's little... She's just a horny little, little spider girl. And I wasn't really into that. Um, but yeah. Porn. But yeah, in 2015, after Spider-Verse, um, Robbie Thompson got to write the Silk book. The only thing Robbie Thompson has done before comics is he actually was a writer on Supernatural. Oh,
1: I used to watch that. Yeah.
0: So, uh, the other reason I wanted to buy this book when it came out was, you know, A, I was excited to get a silk book where she wasn't just macking on Spider-Man the whole time. But, uh, Bennett, you, you would page you look through this. Um, I really like the art in yeah, this book. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I was really into the art. It's by, uh, Stacey Lee. And it's, like, the reason I picked it up. Because it's, like, it's, like, I would say, like, uh, kind of modern Disney. yeah. Everyone's got big, round eyes. Everything's kind of expressive. The action's done really well. They do, like, blur lines really well in the book. And, uh, yeah, so they gave Silk, they gave Silk this book, and they kind of, in the first issue, they establish, okay, because it's weird, too, right? It, this is something that pisses me off to no end. So she, she gets her own book, and it lasts for seven issues. Mm-hmm. And then this 2015 event called Secret Wars happens, and we'll talk about that later, but with comic book events, sometimes they interrupt other books. So, like, if you're reading Spider-Man and there's an event happening in New York, like Secret Invasion, where Skrulls show up and replace people, like, and you're reading Spider-Man, you're gonna have to just bite the bullet and, and, and get through this story arc. Where, like, whatever Spider-Man's doing is interrupted by Skrull stuff. Right? Yeah. And I know that would annoy Macy as well, because...
1: You know what annoys me? Yeah, go ahead ads in the middle
0: of the comic books i'm reading over here my immersion's broken i'm
1: trying to look through this i don't want to see no ads for hulk and the agents of smash that's not what
0: i'm reading about well, fuck hulk fuck hulk don't tell him don't tell him we said that you yeah, don't, <laughs> so. don't tell him we said that you get pissed off um so yeah what, what would piss anyone off here is that so that happens right issue seven is like a tie-in issue and then because of the events of secret wars they renumber the books so if you want to read Silk, from like the beginning, you have to specifically look for Silk Number One from 2014, not to be confused with Silk Number One from 2015. Oh God. Which yeah. Is this
1: 2014 one over here.
0: Yes, it's in like the order it should be. So if Secret Wars never happened, that would just be, and they treat it like issue eight. They don't treat it like a new number one. So it's just like it's confusing, and it's gonna upset. It's gonna confuse people that are trying to get into the book.
1: Will it continue after that?
0: Yeah. No. After issue seven, the new number one continues after issue seven. Like it's... I mean,
1: like is there an issue two after issue? Yes. Two?
0: Okay. So it's like it's like when you look it up, it's two different runs, but it's same writer, same story. Nothing's really changed. It's just the numbers. That's weird. Yeah, and that's a frustrating thing too. It, like. Like, thank goodness that they kept the writer that they did, because a lot of time with, with, with comic books, you'll be reading Spider-Man, and it'll be, like, issue one through, like, 30, and you're really liking the story, and, like, the, the art changes every now and again, but the writer's consistent, the story's good, that whole thing, and then you'll, you'll read issue 31, and it'll be like, oh, I recognize Spider-Man, and then nobody else. Mm -hmm. like the story is completely different all the characters are different and it's because some other writer picked up the book and didn't pay attention to what the last guy did yeah stupid yeah so thankfully silk has the same person all the way through writing it
2: that's good
0: yeah so in silk's book when we open up like she's out on her own in new york she has a new costume which is really cool um and she's working for the fact channel which is kind of like fox news (laughs) <laughs> but the person in, like, her boss at the Fact Channel is J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, so it's not the Daily Bugle. No. So, I mean, yeah. Okay. Jonah went from being the head, like, the chief editor or whatever of Daily Bugle newspaper to being mayor of New York, and then he got to the Fact Channel.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's a little jump around. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what's funny is, so, Jonah kind of treated Peter like crap when Peter used to work for him. He's, like, pretty cool to Cindy. Like, he treats her pretty well. And he also doesn't have a problem with the th- with Silk, either. You That's, know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um... spider Menace. Yeah. But what's really fun about Silk, what's really kind of appealing, is that because she was locked in a bunker for ten years, she's kind of, like, out of time- Kind of like in a Captain America sort of way. Yeah. Because when she works with the Fact Channel, everyone's taking notes on their phones or their iPads or whatever. She's writing down notes. How long was she, was she in the bunker again? 10, uh, years? 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And like, they don't specifically put dates or times to anything. But when she was bitten by the spider, she was 17. A week later, she would have been 18. Hmm. Sucks. So then she's locked in a bunker for 10 years. So she's about 28. Yeah. And Yeah, that's a lot of time for like technology to advance. Right. And it's like if they didn't if they wanted this book to be like, oh, you could read it at any time, they wouldn't put a Pokemon reference on page two.
2: They put a Pokemon re- reference
0: Yeah, the first page she's fighting this dude called Dragonclaw. Yeah. And she goes, Seriously? Sounds like a Pokemon. Is Pokemon still a thing? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> but like, point is that she makes a Pokemon reference which already kinda of puts her at a specific point in time. But she takes notes with a pen and paper. And J. Jonah Jameson likes that. He's like, yeah, that's what I like. Old school. None of this, paper. Yeah, none of this newfangled iPad, calls it. Yeah. I like your style, analog. And he calls her analog throughout the book. Oh, my God. But uh, he's really fun in this book. And Silk, her thing is, I'm going to be a superhero. But I'm also going to find my family. Right? Because she was locked in a bunker for ten years. Gets out. Goes to her old house. It There's like two like, different people there. <laughs> and when she looks them up online, she can't find her mom, her dad, or her brother. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: no. Hey folks.
0: Yeah, and it's her younger brother, too. And um, when she's doing this research and working for J. Jonah Jameson and stuff, she's talking about how easy it is to do this news job because outside of her powers, she has like a perfect memory. Like, she can remember almost anything. Mm-hmm. And... Throughout the books, we get flashbacks to her life before the bunker, and she says that the problem with having a perfect memory is that you remember every conversation you had, and the last conversation with, she had with her mother was an argument. Uh, she wanted to go to like she wanted to go on this date, and she wasn't telling she didn't tell her mom that she was already in a relationship with this guy named Hector. Hector. Yeah, and her mom gets all pissy because she wants her to focus on her studies and everything. And her mom is like, you're going to go to that science fair thing for extra credit. The science fair that the spider is at. Okay. And, she, you know, she was also... So it's her mother's fault. It's her mom's fault. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dare her. Damn it, mom. Now I'm a spider person. <laughs> I'll never be the same. Now i got vampires chasing after <laughs> me, mom. Thanks. So she had this argument with her mom. And it ended with her saying, like, I hate you to her mom. Um. And because of the perfect memory, she, like, that's the last conversation she had with her mom. Because, you know, she skips out on this date to go to the science fair. And her date shows up there. And it was like, like, he had told her, hey, I can't go. My mom's making me go to this stupid science fair. And so he goes along with her. And he gives her this little necklace with a moon on it around her ankle. Because, you know, her name's Cindy Moon. So, like, uh, yeah. How
1: cool are they? Yeah, she
0: calls, she calls him a cornball. So she goes to the science fair. Spider bites her. Ezekiel shows up like you know a couple days later cuz she her parents come into the room and she's like no don't come in and there's silk everywhere oh. cuz she can't control it
1: Sounds like Elsa
0: Yeah no it's like Elsa <laughs> um, Except you can't build a snowman out of silk I mean you I mean, could try You could try oh, yeah. I mean she probably could She made the whole costume out of silk That's the cool thing too her powers let her Wait, her costume is like she can change her costume into normal clothes Oh. And then back to a costume. Because it's all silk, and she controls it. Oh, she also is like... I don't know if it's part of her costume, or if she solidifies the silk on her fingers, but she can make her hands into, like, claws. Hmm. scratch people.
2: Yeah. So she's like the black cat.
0: Yeah, no, keep that in mind. So, uh, what was the bit? Okay, so yeah, she remembers everything. She had gone to the science fair, Spider bites her, she's getting silk all over the room, Ezekiel shows up, and he's like... Hey, your daughter's got to go in a bunker, and they go along with it. So okay, she also there's another flashback where she's sitting down with Hector and being like, "Yeah, no, my parents are moving to France." Oh no! Like that's her excuse. She's like, "He's like, oh, we could do long distance," and she's like, "No, that would be really hard for for I you." I don't want to talk
1: to you I'm in France. Yeah, but
0: it's really tough because she has to like lie and break his heart and then run off. It's real it's tough. Bunker. Yeah. Real, real bunker bummer. Bunker bummer. Bunker bummer. So, while she's working at the Fact Channel, she's trying to find her family. And eventually, J. Jonah Jameson finds out that she's, like, like in her off time looking into these people. And she explains everything to him aside from the spider people bunker stuff. Like, just the family stuff. And so, throughout the book, J. Jonah Jameson also helps her look for her family. What a nice guy. What a nice guy who wants pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So she fights this guy named Dragon Claw. Whatever. He gets away. Because her her spider sense keeps freaking out. And she doesn't know why. Like, it's going off too much. So she can't focus. And in the first issue, she's actually rescued by Spider-Man. And it's funny, because he picks her up and he's making, like, jokes and stuff. And she's like, Peter, put me down somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'll do what I want. This is my book. <laughs> Get out
2: of here. Yeah, it can't
0: be a, uh,
2: another Spider-Woman thing without the actual Spider-Man. Yeah,
0: like, hey, listen, I got you this book. So they're sitting down on a roof, and she says that it's really awkward. Because they're not together anymore, but she wants to be with him because of her weird spider impulseness. God. Yeah, so it's, it's so weird. So gross. It's so gross and icky. And... Uh, she goes, when she went to work, because she's also like a straight-to-the-point kind of person, so when she goes to work, she's got these two co-workers who are both women, and one of them is like, hey, do you want to see this movie later? Like, the three of us can go see a movie. And Cindy is like, God, Janet, if you just want to take care, I know you want to date Carol. Just go together. And Carol's like, you want to go out with me? And, and they get together. So Cindy <laughs> hooks up her two co-workers just by being like, I don't want to see this movie. Just go together. Yeah. And then later, when Cindy gets back to her apartment, she's like, her roommate is one of her co-workers, she can hear them making out in the other room, Ugh. and Cindy's like, okay, I can't live here. How loud do you make out? <laughs> What'd she say? A- Literally, the line is like, oh, you should have asked me out sooner, like, in the other room, and he's like, okay, no, mm-mm. And, like, you know, Cindy's been locked in a bunker, so she doesn't have a lot of stuff. So she packs her bag and leaves. <laughs> she writes a note being like, yeah, thanks Suck for letting me crash on your couch. <laughs> yeah, you're too loud. Enjoy. Too loud.
2: You guys make out too loud. You're going to need
0: room for your new roommate. like two bears wrestling over a piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what are they doing in there? What the there? fuck is happening? <laughs> they're both She bear. walks in, they're both fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> they're both in bear costumes. What? Get out. This is a sex thing. Get out of here. <laughs> well, Okay, whoa. We're making a
2: movie. Oh, that kind of.
0: <laughs> oh, that kind. Of oh, I'm, I'm. This is weird. I, I'm going back in the bunker, and she and she does. She goes back to the bunker and uses it as like a, an apartment, basically. Yeah. And it's weird because like she was locked there for so long. It's like she got comfortable with it, so she's like okay being back there. Yeah. And she does that like detective thing where she puts pictures on the wall and like strings them together. Yeah. <laughs> um, in issue two, she deals with the. With a Hydra robot. It's like a giant head with tentacles and stuff. I feel like Hydra <laughs> is just fucking crazy. Yeah, no, they, they now, love... Now, I'm
2: looking through this book. Right? Yeah,
0: he's looking. And I'm
2: noticing, you know, the, pe- the Spider-Man's I mean, Peter Parker the... costume. And I'm not a big
0: fan of it. She looks like... What costume?
2: The 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 one that Peter has in this issue.
0: What? He just looks like Spider-Man. Yeah, but like it's... hes kind of He's drawn really lanky. The eyes
2: are really, <laughs> really big, yeah. but no, these are more ovally. You know, they're <laughs> so like bug yeah. eyes. I guess he's a bug.
0: He's, well, uh, technically speaking, spiders aren't bugs. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you mean? Arachnids aren't insects. There's no way. That's, not, I can't That's true. look it up. I'm Bullshit. telling you. <laughs> Continue. All right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she, fights, <laughs> she fights. She fights the skull with tentacles coming out of it. It's just a random-ass hydro robot that escaped its captivity. She pulls a Houdini when she's fighting this, like, robot with tentacle things. She, like, she slips through its bindings and cuts it apart with her claws.
2: Hmm.
0: It's really cool. Look at this. She's going to town on this robot. Fuck that robot. I mean, fuck it up. (laughs) Fuck that robot. You say that, and you look down the hall, and Vision's just like... (laughs) He's, like, sad and crying. So she crawls out of the sewer after fighting this robot... That's people do. And who should be behind her but Hector? <gasps> her old boyfriend. Why would Hector he's be in the stalker. sewer? stalker. Well, he wasn't in the sewer. He was oh. walking around. Oh. She <laughs> came out. Like, literally, he's walking around. She's crawling out of the sewer.
1: He's just in the sewer, like...
0: Hey, Cindy! Hey! hey. Down here! <laughs> Help! <laughs> he's like... He's like I mean, a... Nunchucks and a thing of pizza. Like, what's up? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Ninja Turtle. but It's a sex thing. <laughs> Like the bear was, people. I was exploring. It's exploring. It. God, there's just so much of the city, you know? I yeah. yeah, think you've seen it at all, and then you go underground. <laughs> You'll never believe he people flush down here, and then the, alligator, like and of then the alligator bites them and just drags them to the... The lizard shows yeah, up. Yeah, I was
2: just gonna say, the lizard's fucking just sitting
0: down there. I'm <laughs> gonna turn you into a lizard, come here. <laughs> no. Join me, my boy. God, isn't that scary? To live in the Marvel Universe, live in New York City... And know that there's a possibility you might be turned into a lizard one day. That is a like. <laughs> I don't want to live anywhere
2: with superheroes
0: or <laughs> I in know. that type of universe. Must be awful. You gotta like live in like Arkansas or something just to you avoid gotta live it somewhere no, like fucking nowhere. Arkansas or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, she crawls out of the sewer. Sees her ex boyfriend. is like, oh, this is the worst. I smell so bad. Um. And they're like they're talking. They're hitting it off. And then before they can hit off anymore, Hector's, uh, fiancé shows up. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and, like, it's funny, uh, when they meet, there's, like, this little panel of Cindy, like, like, there's, like, a little, like, glass breaking. And she's, like, internally mm-hmm. screaming. There's cameras in the bunker that she doesn't know about. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is there a shower in the bunker? I guess so, because she looks like she walked out of a shower. And she was stuck there for ten years. She was not so bad. If she was locked in this bunker uh, for ten years 10 and years. no shower. Yeah. What would you do for ten years Is in a bunker? I guess go crazy. Yeah. I
2: guess go crazy. I mean, can you die from, like, just... I think it's food, no? No, I mean,
0: like, just, like, mentally, you know? I probably. I don't know what she did to stay sane. I know Ezekiel left her, like, videos and stuff. Well, how many times can you watch the same video? You know. he like VCR tapes like here. I, I I taped over America's Funniest Home Videos. You can have that. Uh, what else do I got? I got I got Beauty and, and the does Beast. She have like a computer be like that?
2: or something? Or you go
0: on Google or. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she had any internet access. Otherwise, she'd be able to catch up with the rest of the world. Did she get mail. <laughs> I don't think she got mail, dude. I, I think like... her identity was wiped off the face of the earth.
2: Sucks to suck. Maybe there's just like a big catalog of like movies.
0: Yeah. No. That, that's what I'm thinking. I think Ezekiel just rolled in his DVD collection. Yeah. I have, two, I have two of the Dark Knights. I hope you don't mind. I have two of them. <laughs> this one's a collector's edition. It's got a little bit more in it. This one's an extended edition. Sc- but, uh... So earlier when she fought Dragonclaw, she beat the crap out of him. And as he, like... As he, people do. Think. He failed to rob this bank that he was going to rob. And he goes back to his employer, who is Black Cat. Now, Black Cat, I know... You probably know a little bit about her. Yes. You just heard about her. Black Cat is typically a thief... At this point in time, Black Cat is, like, a crime boss. She kind of, she took over from the Kingpin. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yep. So she's a crime boss, and she gave Dragon Claw his, his suit and stuff. And she sends him back to the person that made the suit. Um, oh, God, I think he's called the Repair Man. The Repair Man is like, all right, I'm going to rebuild your Dragon Claw suit. And he's like, okay. And he's like, oh. And he's, like, reading the paper. And Repair Man's like, looks like you're getting the full treatment. And <laughs> Dragon Claw is like, who does that mean? What the fuck are you talking about? They they turn him into an actual dragon man. Oh, huh. like he gets a full dragon neck suit. What is it? Uh, dragon Claw shows up. He's an actual dragon man now. Uh, She's losing her patience and kicking the crap out of him, and she's also thinking about Ezekiel because Ezekiel taught her how to fight and use her powers, mm. and like you know, nearly got himself killed doing that because she's so. It's like, Cindy has, like, a violent streak, and it might be because she was in the bunker for so long.
1: I would be pretty violent if
0: I was... Right. So she nearly kills Dragonclaw and he's, like, broken, and he's against the wall. He's like, "Don't please stop hitting me. I feel like if I lived in a bunker for ten years, and I got out, I feel like I, it wouldn't matter what I did. He's yeah. Like, I wouldn't I mean, stay... If, if it's illegal. If I wouldn't it's... stay in New York. I'd be like, I've been stuck in one place for so long, I'm just gonna go everywhere. I wouldn't stay in one place. He's all beaten up, and he's just, he's just this dude named Harry... Harry Porter. So it's, it's almost Harry Potter, but it's not. So he's... Who the fuck wrote this? I don't know. <laughs> Robbie, uh, Robbie Thompson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who wrote... I'll tell you. Um, it's a big Harry Potter fan. So she, she, like, calms down. And, like, she sits down with him against the wall. Like, they're just sitting there talking now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, turns out he's got a daughter. And he's doing all this crime stuff to provide for his daughter. Uh, he actually used to be a common criminal... And he was in jail for a long time, which is why he can't get a real job. So, really, he's only doing this Dragon Claw stuff because it's the only way to make money for his kid. Oh, Yeah. So, she, you know, helps him up. And I think, she, I think she's going to, like, talk to someone to get him a job. Yeah, she's going to talk to her own boss to get him a job. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and she actually swings him to a hospital, too. Mm-hmm. So, she's doing some responsible stuff. Um. Meantime, she, like, after she takes this guy to the hospital, Black Cat shows up. Uh oh. And Black Cat fights her, and they're both really fast. And Cindy's like, This is crazy. This is just some lady in a cat suit. Why is she so fast?
2: So does, does Silk have. Because, I mean, we all know that Spider Man has. A spider sense? No, not even that. Well, a spider sense, and also
0: extreme strength. Yeah, she's strong, but she's not as strong as Spider Man. She's not, like, like superhuman. Because star-
2: that's, that's what, like, the. Sp- spider bite did to you
0: know yeah she's probably like half as strong as spider man that's still pretty strong yeah that's still
2: like you know i mean we we see a lot in like because i mean they always say that spider man pulls his punches
0: you know yeah right yeah i mean that's the problem with her is that like she doesn't pull her punches because she loses she loses her crap she gets angry so black cat kicks cindy's ass and then tells her to retire and then walks off retire yeah quit being a spider person and then what is it? Black Cat goes back to the repairman and tells her like and tells him like, I need you to make more dragon claws. So like her army gets like her like group of goons get like armor and stuff. They get like teched out. So that way you know as Spider Man you can break into the warehouse and take them out stealthily in that Spider Man PS4 game. Um, so Cindy goes back to the bunker. She's had a long day, <laughs> and Peter shows up.
2: No, oh, no.
0: And she's like, God, Peter, not now. She's like, go away forever, please. He's
2: just, like, not really
0: helpful in this comic. Yeah, well, he's like, he shows up, he's like, hey, Cindy, uh, I was thinking about how your spider sense has been freaking out, um, so I wanted to come help you. And Cindy's like, you want to help me? Go away. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'm worried. And she's like, yeah, well, I've had a really crappy day. I've had a crappy ten years. I can't deal with you right now, Spider-Man. And he's like, well, it's a good thing I brought some friends. And he brings the Fantastic Four. What the
1: fuck? (laughs) <laughs> that is so ugly. The thing? Yeah. yeah. Why does the
0: human torch look like that? It looks like fucking Johnny Bravo. Well, because his hair <laughs> has to glow like fire so that you know he's got fire power. It's not even fire, he's got to die. Well, what is it? The invisible woman's making her hand like uh, semi-invisible and then Reed is making his arms stretch all over here like Mr. Mr. Incredible stretching <laughs> over here. <Mr. laughs>
2: who, d- who drew the... This is Straight the same. out of a Disney movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's great. I love the art. Like, I've never seen a friendlier-looking Fantastic Four. And I like the thing. I know he's ugly, but I like him.
1: He's ugly.
0: Okay. I think he's just a like small Hulk. Uh, issue four sucks. The art is different. Oh, the art is ugly. Yes, that is from... And
1: there's still ads. And there's know. ads. And there's ads and, everywhere. And
0: there's so many Every ads. Is that shaving cream? Every, ad. Every, wait, Every wait, wait, page. Wait, wait, wait. was that shaving cream
1: that there was an ad for? Every... <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's sunscreen. Oh! <laughs> SPF50.
1: Avengers sunscreen. <laughs> Avengers
0: Don't get sunscreen. burnt, you true believers. You got flavors. spray and you got the rub lotion. So, so, yeah, the art is by Tana Ford, who substitutes Stacey Lee oh, for, for that issue.
2: thing in this one.
0: Yeah, I know. It's the he's art... He's like
2: an overweight father.
0: <laughs> I mean, he is that, actually, in the comics. <laughs> so, he has kids and is probably put on... So, you can't tell if he's made of that. And when
2: Peter looks like, different. Listen,
0: yeah, the fact that this artist works in the industry... Like, for someone else, I'm sure this is really good. The but faces
2: kind of look weird.
0: Yeah, like, but for me personally, I just don't like the art. And I also think if they've already, if they've, does
2: it issue five, does it have the same as the Lee other Lee com- no, Lee comes back.
0: Oh, so it's just it's one just book? It's just that issue. Oh,
2: God, that's... Yeah, that's it's also
0: a weird issue because, so Cindy is hanging out with the Fantastic Four, and Mr. Fantastic's doing some tests on her, and nothing, and like, everything's normal about her. I mean, you know, she's a spider person, but everything else is pretty normal, and... He's sitting there, and he's like, Cindy, do you have have anxiety? And and she's like, what? No, I don't have anxiety. He's like, I think it might be anxiety. I think your spider sense is freaking out because you have anxiety. Hmm. And and she's like, no. No, I don't have that. And he's also like, didn't she spend ten years in a bunker? Don't you think maybe there was a side effect from that? And she's, like, in denial about the anxiety stuff. Hmm. And then she yells at Peter, because Peter told them about Cindy and about everything going on with her, and she's like, don't go around telling my story to people. Alright? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, you don't do that. you that. not cool, man. Not cool, dude. Go I want to out with you. I don't want... To <laughs> stop it. Stop telling people stuff. So, and then Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, is like, hey, Cindy, you want to go out? And Peter's like, don't... Cindy, don't go out with him. He, he sucks. And she's like, oh, Peter, you don't, you don't want me to go out with the Human Torch? Yeah, I'll go out with him. <laughs> Cucks Peter right there. Um, but yeah, they have a date. It doesn't really go anywhere. Because she only goes out with him to piss Peter off. And plus, I mean, fucking... He's like just a one-night guy. Yeah, Johnny Storm, he's not a commitment person. So, you can also tell this is a Pokemon... Like, this... I think Robbie Thompson might just like Pokemon. Because these toys that this kid is playing with are legitimately characters from Pokemon. There's like a bug catcher and a grunt.
1: (laughs) That could be anything, Raffy. That could be
0: anything. I'll make sure to put it up so people see. Um... Yeah, and this issue, issue uh, blah, 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 5 is the one where J. Jo and Jameson starts helping her, and she's swinging, and, like, what is it, she gets a news report that, like, there was a break-in at this house, and it's the house that Dragon Claw and his daughter live at, so she goes there, and Dragon there, and, like, clearly, clearly Dragon Claw fucked up so bad that Black Cat kidnapped his kid. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So he goes there, and he starts fighting her, because she's like, it's all your fault. Like, you got me into this. Because of you, Black Cat took my kid. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me. So they fight a little bit. But then she's like, she calms him down, and they're gonna go find his kid together. And she has to call in some help, and she calls in her sidekick, Spider-Man. She refers to him as her sidekick. Um, yeah, the three of them are working together, and Peter is like, Cindy, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Dragon Claw's a bad guy. He's a, he's a bad man. Um, and you, you can't work with him, you can't trust him. And Cindy's like, Spider-Man, how many of your villains have you actually worked with? He's thinking about it, he's like, yeah, alright, that's fair. He's teamed up with Venom, and Sandman, and Doc Ock, oh. like he's, he's, he's teamed up with everybody. Oh. Um, so yeah, they fight, the three of them fight Black Cat and her goons. Um, there's a bit where Cindy breaks into the room and finds the kid. And she picks up the kid. And in the beginning of the book, we see the kid getting kidnapped by Black Cat. Yeah. And the kid is like, "Oh, are you supposed to be a kitty cat?" And like he, she just takes <laughs> him, um, so takes her, kills the kid, kills the kid. Yeah, I'm a kitty cat. Um, but she picks up the kid, and the kid is like, "That kitty cat is a butt." And Silk said, "Yeah, you said it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, right, guys? <laughs> she is a butt. Um, yeah. So the three of them fight. Black Cat, but Black Cat has, like, her goons have, like, better technology. All right, because Cindy tells Spider-Man and Dragon Claw to take the kids to the hospital. Like, get this, like, get out of there. Spider-Man will get you out of here faster. And Spider-Man's like, okay, bye. I hope this doesn't nip me in the butt. Bye. And he he leaves. So Silk has to fight Black Cat and the goons by herself. And they overpower her and they defeat her. And she's knocked out. And when she wakes up, uh, she's on an operating table. And the repairman is standing over her. And she's like, uh, you made, the, you made that guy in the Pokemon costume, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he loves Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I
2: don't know what you guys are talking
0: about.
1: <laughs> Just because someone mentions Pokemon doesn't mean
0: they love it. Oh, clearly. You're one of those Pokemans. Um, Pokemon. And Repairman knows Cindy's name. Oh. Yeah, so he knows more than he's letting up. And he's like, I work for the people that have your family. And she's like, oh Oh, no oh no what what does this mean um yeah in issue six she's like the hostage of the repairman and he's like you have spider powers so like I'm gonna take your organs um that makes sense and I'm going to sell them on the black market (laughs) like any normal
2: person would do (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and we also find out in this issue that when they beat up Cindy black cat was like alright cool I'm gonna kill Cindy now I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill Silk and then one of the goons like knocks black cat out and she's like, Why? And he's like, I don't know why. Like someone's controlling his suit. Yeah. And then like the building blow like one of the, 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 the goons pick up Cindy, run out, they're like, I don't know why we're doing this by like they can't control themselves. And Black Cat gets out just as the building explodes. So the repairman betrayed Black Cat to get silk. Right? Hmm. So she wakes up and uh yeah, he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your organs, kid. Sound that good? That sucks. It's just, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's like she's like okay I've been doing this for long enough to know that if he's a bad guy he'll want to keep talking which will distract him so she's like so what did you do like do you know where my family is and he's like what no I don't know about your family you fuck about your family I don't give a fuck <laughs> but the people who have them have really deep pockets so yeah that's all that matters to me a lot of stuff in their pockets yeah they too. so Cindy ooh, she has to crack her own fingers to, like get out of the oh, bindings. Like break her own fingers. Yeah, break oh, her own yeah. fingers. And then like she has to punch him with the broken fingers. <laughs> oh god. Like it hurts like hell. Hurt me more. That's the exact definition <laughs> of this hurts me <laughs> more than hurts you. you. <laughs> and she and uh what does he say? He says like um uh, the people I'll auction you off to, Hydra, Aim, whoever cops up the most money, um, you know, I'll get a bunch of cash from them and she's like, I'm not for sale and just punches him with a broken hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd like to see a live-action still. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, she's fun. Um, So she, like, freaks out and, like, throws him across the room. And she throws him so hard it breaks one of the support columns to the building. Oh, wow. That's also when Black Cat shows up. So the two of them survive, like, the building crashing. And then they go back to fighting. And,
1: uh...
0: Pow-pow. Pow-pow. There's this bit where... Black Cat knocks Silk out of a window and then grabs her by her hair and holds her there over, like, the... Like, she's hanging there by her hair. Yeah. And Black Cat's like, hi, I got you now. I got you by your hair. Like the movie Tangle. Like the movie Tangle. <laughs> they have you by your hair. Your magic hair that gives you all your Silk powers. She's am in like a
2: first-story window.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's, like, three feet off the ground. <laughs> oh, no! What, what am I gonna do? <laughs> so, uh... You know that, that trend on TikTok where people cut their own hair without really thinking about it? No. Like they just take scissors and they just cut their own hair on a different no. side of TikTok. Okay, alright. So, I, I was gonna make a joke about it, but Silk uses her claws to cut her hair to get herself loose. Oh, so would, now she's short hair? Yeah, and that's cool because in the rest of the books she oh, has short oh, hair. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, Silk, she cuts her hair, she's falling, and she does this cool move where she, she webs a boxing glove over her fist. And then she webs Black Cat and then pulls her down. And then, like, she's going up as Black Cat is coming down. And, like, Black Cat hits, like... You see the side bit here? It's like, bam, bam, bam! She's, like, hitting every... Every fucking
2: fire escape. Yeah, every fire
0: escape.
1: That looks painful.
0: And then Silk catches her... Black Cat's just a human, right? Like, she's... Yeah. She doesn't really have powers. In the past, she had luck powers. Hmm. I don't... Like, she got... Okay. Like, Lady Luck from DC? She got surgery... And it gave her luck powers.
2: The fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who writes these characters? <laughs> but there's like a there's like a bungee bit where like Black Cat hits the railing is on there, the web like pulls and and Cindy springs right back up. Like she almost like falls in a car and then whoop goes back oh, up. Oh, so it's like a um, fuck, what are those? Like a slingshot. A slingshot. Yeah, she slingshot she slingshots up and then just punches Black Cat with this big <laughs> big spider mitt. That's awful.
1: Oh my god! It's so page.
2: Yeah, at what point is it just like enough? <laughs> <laughs> That's enough, like, I feel like you've won when she fell. He's like, already dead. <laughs>
0: she just beat the shit out of a dead but horse. She survives this though. What the fuck? Black Cat lands on a car. Yeah. <laughs> and, and before Cindy can like punch her again, Black Cat sneaks off. <laughs> <laughs> With 45 well, broken bones. Yeah. Well, she's like a cat. She has nine lives. Oh, okay. That's not actually true. She's just a person. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Cindy. Sneaks <laughs> away.
2: You know, if you were to say that to, like, other people, they'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, sense. sure. She's a yeah. like cat power. She's
0: a com- comic
2: book character.
0: Been by a yeah. radioactive cat. <laughs> Radio- she's got nine lives what and always lands on cat? her feet.
2: What's a regular cat? by
0: <laughs> a regular cat. Or she's a cat that was bit by a radioactive human. Anyway. Yeah, so continue. So, like, Cindy's tired and Black Cat just, like, I'll get you next time. Eh. <laughs> Limps away, like she, legit. Does she go to a hospital? Or <laughs> I don't know. Is she? But like, there's no way that the next day she's gonna be like fine and then fighting again. Like before this fight, Black Cat also offered Silk a job. Like she's like, "Sorry about the repairman betraying you, but hey, you can come work for me." I don't understand. And, so and Silk's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." So what? Is, what is Black
2: Cat's motive in
0: this? She's a crime boss. She said, "That's it." Well, because she had hired Dragon Claw to ro- like take money. Because Dragon Claw needed this job to support his kid, and when Silk beat up Dragon Claw, he went back to Black Cat. And Black Cat's like, I spent a lot of money to get you that, dra- that stupid dragon costume and make you look like an idiot, and you fucked this up. So now you're fired. Yeah, I never really understand like crime boss's
2: motive. Like, <laughs> well, and then she was like,
0: the best. <laughs> and then she was like, this Silk character, she's like new, you know. If I let her keep doing this, she's gonna get better at it. But if I stop her from being a superhero now, I wanted to deal with her later. Like she's bad for business. There's actually a bit in this comic where it's like it's like when it's like after Spider-Man and Dragon Call leave the warehouse and it's just Black Cat and Silk and Silk is like, "All right, lady, what is your problem with me?" Yeah. And Black Cat is like, "You cost me money." And Silk's like, "Are you kidding me? That's it? Ouch. That's it?" <laughs> yeah. Money, money,
1: money problems.
0: Yeah, money problems. Everyone's got them. Black Cat's just very. Un- <laughs> she's in a lot of debt. She's in a lot of debt. <laughs> she owes a lot of money. To, like, Scorpion or some shit. Look at that. Just, like, IRS. (laughs) IRS. There, actually... I think before this... This can be a a loaded statement. When Dr. Octopus took over Spider-Man's body... He ratted out Black Cat to the cops. And Black Cat was arrested. And, like, they took her apartment. Everything in her apartment was stolen. Even the apartment was stolen. (laughs) So, she literally had nothing. And she was, like, so upset... Because she didn't know Doc Ock was Spider-Man. She was so upset why Spider-Man betrayed her, and, like, got her arrested and stuff, that she went full tilt into crime boss territory. What? Yeah. And it's not like, when Peter gets his body back, he tries to explain it to her, and she's like, oh yeah, Doc Ock took over your body, yeah, that's ridiculous. And he's like, dude, like, Norse gods exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, 4 I've, I've sat next to aliens at, like, work and stuff. Mm-hmm. What are you, why are you thinking this is weird now? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was bitten by a radioactive spider, yeah, do you Black you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> yeah, do you know who I am? I wore a costume Nothing that came from crazy space. crazy anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's a talking tree in space somewhere. Why is this weird to you? There's a fucking raccoon <laughs> that speaks English. He wears pants. <laughs> Felicia, he wears pants. And he's an expert gunsman. <laughs> yeah, he can fix a car. Marksman. Marksman, whatever. Gunsman. He's really good at being a raccoon. Uh- <laughs> Professional. Do you think if Rocket Raccoon got radioactive and he bit someone... She already is rab- rabioactive. Rabioactive. <laughs> That's my favorite. Imagine Dragon Claws song. <laughs> rabioactive. <laughs> so, so she's in the alleyway after she had a fight with Black Cat, and like she's like trying to get a breather, and she's she's hurt, and she's like just like done with the day, and it's like it's raining. She's having the worst time, and then Spider Man shows up. Oh, great. And she's like, "Oh, this guy again.
2: <laughs> just, he's just—he's no help in this—in this issue."
0: Well, she's like, "You have the worst timing when you show up." So he's, hes not helpful. <laughs> well, she's like, uh, she's talking about how like the guy that took her like knew about her parents and like, like she's starting to think that her parents are dead and stuff. And Peter's like, "Don't think that. You don't know that yet." So Peter kind of like she gets up and she's gonna walk away, but Peter goes in and like hugs her. Then they make out aggressively
2: in the middle of the road.
0: <laughs> no, thankfully, it's just a friendly hug. Oh, okay. But they do do this panel where, like, she gets up, and he's just looking right at her ass. Like, it's... Like, I know that's not what it's supposed to be, but, like... That's exactly what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. But, yeah. Like, Damn. 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 And then, I think at this point, she also knows about the cameras in the bunker. Like, yeah. the repairman told her. So, she goes back to the bunker, and she's, like, breaking everything... I feel like, how would she not find the cameras eventually? You it was inside a wall. Like, she has to crack the wall to find the camera. But uh, when, when she met the Fantastic Four, Mr. Fantastic gave her the number to a therapist. And it's specifically a superhero therapist that keeps people's identities secret.
2: It's Bruce Banner?
0: No, it's just <laughs> it's some lady named Dr. Sinclair. It's not really a character. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in issue seven, it's, it's drawn by Tana Ford again. Oh, great. No, uh, this one. So she goes to this therapist and explains her issues, and the therapist seems to think like, yeah, no, you you have anxiety, like there's no there's no dodging around it, like you can't deny it anymore. But she's still in denial about it, and like, she goes after her therapy appointment. She goes to work, and jo- and Jonah's like, I found your brother, yeah. yay! It's <laughs> he's in like a hospital, because oh. it's like he found her brother's name. I think his name's Albert. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, they found out his name, but, like, it wasn't his name. It was, like, an alias. Like, Mm -hmm. somebody went to a hospital, and they couldn't get the person's name. The only name they got was Albert. Hmm. And based on, like, you know, timing and stuff, that's when they figure, okay, that's... It has to be him. And she's going to the hospital thinking, I'm hoping it's not him. Like, worst case scenario, it's him. Because that would mean that he's in some kind of trouble, or he's hurt, or something. Because it's also, like, the news report said that he went there because he was in a gang or something. Like, he was involved in, a, in gang violence, and he ended up at the hospital. Hmm. So, she's trying to get to the hospital, but the world is ending.
1: Well, that sucks.
0: That's not good. Yeah, no, not for anyone. So, to put it lightly, during the event Secret Wars, other Earths were showing up in space, and they were getting close to our Earth. So you could be standing on the street, looking up, and you can see another planet coming towards you. So the world is ending, and naturally, in New York, everyone's freaking out. There's rioting, people in the streets just, like, running around stabbing each other. Nothing matters anymore. Um, and she's, she's just trying to get to the hospital. But she keeps getting distracted. She, like, st- saves this p- person from a fire. She stops a robbery. Like, she helps this guy find his lost kid. Like, she is... She is uh what's the word Burdened by responsibility, mm-hmm. and like you get this whole it's like the only piece of Tana Ford's art that I really like where it's this like, whole i don't of... I don't mind it, but yeah. I, I wish they kept it consistent, right, but like you see in all these images her helping people along the way yeah. so she finds this bus that's falling into the earth, oh, okay, as you do. she can't web it up and pull it up, she's not strong enough, so she gets under the bus and tries to push it back up. And as she's doing that, she tells everyone to get out of the bus so that's lighter to push up. But she holds it there before they can crash. And she's like, alright, last stop. Everybody out of the pool. Come on, people. I know I'm mixing my metaphors, but it's time to make like a tree and get the hell off this bus! Hmm. So everyone gets off, and she tries to push the bus back. And this is an example of her not being as strong as Spider-Man, because the bus crushes her. Oh, wow. And she's like, under the ground. She thinks she's gonna die. And she's like worried because she's like the last thing i was trying to do was find my brother and if i die before i can do that like it's not what i want um but dragon claw shows up our good buddy dragon claw the pokemon guy um he shows up and gets her out of the rubble and she tells him to go be with like his daughter or whatever she swings off to the hospital and like she's trying to ask people hey i'm looking for this kid named albert and they're all like lady It's the end of the world. We're really busy right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go fuck. (laughs) fuck. I'm working. Are you dying? Are you dying? No, then leave. It's the last day on Earth, and I'm working. Sorry, visiting hours are are (laughs) closed currently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she's running throughout the hallway, and, like, these doctors are just looking out the window at Earth's crashing into each other. It's just the worst day ever. And she finds her brother, Albert, in this room. And he recognizes her, and she recognizes him, and they hug, and as they hug, the world ends. Reference. Aww. Yeah. And this would be really impactful if there wasn't another issue of the book where it doesn't yeah, happen anymore. Or an
1: ad at the end.
0: Or, an, or ad. an ad. Yeah. I'm here. I'm sorry for everything. It's I like love you, th- Albert. I love you. Dr. Pepper.
1: <laughs> Go see
0: Avengers, Age of Ultron. Oh, on Blu ray. Oh, on Blu ray. <laughs> I see that. It's the last issue we're going to talk about. So. We should just cancel that one out. Yeah, so the world ends, and yeah. you're reading like, "Oh no, oh good thing they just picked it back up." All <laughs> yeah. right, we're all good, guys. No, all right,
1: the world actually didn't Doctor end. Doctor Strange, Thousands that was just a dream.
0: <laughs> Doctor Strange, he did it again. Uh, I think, I think it was actually Miles Morales that that saved the universe. How he he gave somebody a cheeseburger. I'm I'm not bullshitting you. Okay, this character who can control reality was like, I don't know if I could save the world or not. And Miles Morales is like, "Hey, man, you want to bite my sandwich?" And he's like, "Your compassion has changed me, Miles Morales. I will change the universe." Your sandwich, of course. Silk number one from twenty from twenty fifteen. Um, there's a little bit of a time jump. So her brother is still in like, like, hospital care.
2: It's now the nineteen forties, and she's fighting for rights.
0: Oh, that's a bit of a time time <laughs> jump the other way. But she's still being Silk. And she's fighting, uh, the Goblin Nation, which is like a Green Goblin yeah, gang. So,
2: yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I it's that. Time to die, time to die, time to die.
0: I really like that. And I like that it's wearing clothes, but also just a mask. Is that a mask? Because it looks very, like, a face. No, it's a mask. That's weird. They don't paint their faces. But yeah, they're just wearing masks, and they're like little hats. Time <laughs> None of them are a bit of a scientist themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's also living in the studio apartment. She got a promotion at work. Okay. She's the assistant of of, of assistants.
2: Imagine
0: an assistant having an assistant. Well, now she has her own assistant, who's like this cute guy who oh, gets so her coffee, an
2: Assistant of an assistant of an assistant who has an assistant.
0: Huh? Yeah, and she she fights these uh, these goblin guys, and I think she oh, again I'm pretty sure Robbie Thompson is a Nintendo guy, because she calls these guys like Legend of Zelda rejects. <laughs> so they steal some technology from Alchemax, which is a big company, and uh, she stops them. She takes the briefcase, webs them up. Um, there's this funny panel where she actually like lands on one of them, but during the fight, this like weird ghost guy helps her out. Hmm. Hi ghost ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, so. I'll explain his deal later, but it's, like, a mystery for this new, like, era of the book. Like it this... It's
2: not a Ghost Rider, right?
0: No, it's not a Ghost Rider. Yeah. I forget what his actual superhero name is. I think it's, like, the Phantom or something. Oh, it's kind of boring. But, yeah, she fights these goblin guys. This Phantom dude helps, the, helps her by, like, phasing through one of their gliders and making it freak out. And then, as she's fighting them, she, like, lands on one of them. It's a panel down here. She's like, oops, sorry about that. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she takes the briefcase. And she's walking off of it and she's approached by this agent of Shield named Mockingbird.
1: Hi, Mockingbird.
0: And Mockingbird, who for an agent of Shield, just knows about branding, you know? She's got her own look. She's pretty badass.
1: She's cool.
0: Yeah, she was married to Hawkeye. Oh, okay. It didn't work out.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I would I'd imagine when you would use the word was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she shows up and she's like, Hey Silk, I'll uh on behalf of SHIELD, I'll take that briefcase from you. And Silk's like, oh yeah, here here you go. And then BAM! Hits her with the briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) And then in her monologue, um, she's like, Silk is like, okay, we're all caught up. Um, Oh, yeah, actually, there's one more thing. I'm a bad guy now. Uh Uh-oh. So Silk fights Mockingbird and, like, escapes. Okay. And we see Silk take this briefcase to Black Cat. Because she's working for Black Cat. Yeah, I wish this book didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, the world should have just ended, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been better off. Um, and Black Cat, you know, she takes the briefcase, and she's like, hey, the news still thinks you're a superhero. we got to fix that. And she's like, I am, I'm working on it. Don't worry, you know? And uh, Silk is doing this for the money. Like, all of us. We're all doing it for the money. Yeah, we're all doing it for, it. for the money. Um, so the reason Silk is working for Black Cat is because Black Cat can pay her the money she needs... To pay Albert's medical bills because he's in like he's in the hospital because he's trying to beat an addiction
2: hmm.
0: and his addiction is for the goblin serum oh my God because he was part of the goblin nation and part of that is that you need to take the goblin serum hmm. so he's trying to beat it and she's trying to pay his, her uh, his medical bills and what is it yeah so she's working for black cat at the end of the issue she goes back to her bunker again. Of course. Her
1: favorite place.
0: Yep, but sitting there is a uh, is Mockingbird. Oh no! And here's... how does she know about the bunker? She told her because no. the the double twist is that Silk is working for Black Cat, but she's actually working for Shield. She's a double agent. Double agent.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah. And the so reason. could not S.H.I.E.L.D. just fund the, <laughs> the hospital bills? Yeah, no. It's, no. It's, it's the government. They're not going to do that. fuck you. Yeah, they're basically. She's giving money basically to the government, and S.H.I.E.L.D.'s part of it, so like. I feel like if you're a superhero and you need money, I feel
2: like you just don't wear your superhero costume. Well, all and she has to do. go to a, a bank.
0: All she has to do is, like, I guess she can't ask Iron Man because she doesn't know Iron Man. And Spider Man and Iron Man weren't on good terms. At well, is Norman Osborne a thing? Yeah, but he's the one that runs the Goblin Nation. And, like, he doesn't have his own company anymore. He's actually underground. Like, it, like under New York, running the Goblin Nation. And he's calling himself the Goblin King. He's gone full into it. He's like, it's always time to die now. Always time to die. So she's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's like... Silk is playing, like, the, the long game. Because she's like, if I work for S.H.I.E.L.D., they can help me find the rest of my family. If I work for Black Cat, she can give me the money I need to help Albert get over his addiction. And if I keep working for... J. Jonah Jameson, maybe I can find my family before SHIELD does. So she's like spread her out spread herself out thin, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I keep I kept Okay, so here's here's the thing. I didn't drop this book for a while because I really wanted to get to the end of the story, but I really wanted to drop the book. Not because of the status quo. I like that Silk is playing both sides. I think that's cool. It makes her different from other Spider-Man characters that she's like working with. The bad guys and the and like the the, the shields government. <laughs> Tana Ford takes over the rest of the book. It's never Stacey Lee again drawing it. Oh. Uh-huh. So I'm hate reading it, because I don't like the art, but I want to read the story. What's her name? Tana Lee. Tana, no, uh, Tana Ford. Tana Ford. But yeah, she. You,
1: you mixed the two. I know, I noticed that. that.
0: Stacy Ford, Ford F one fifty. Um, so. So it's, it's tough, because I want to get to the rest of the story, but it's, it's drawn by the... And it's like she becomes the permanent artist. I don't know where they put Stacy Lee.
1: They threw her away.
0: Stacey Lee, uh, she did the first six issues, and then the first number one of the next series. So like seven issues.
1: So it looks like after that she moved on to The Unstoppable Wasp. Okay, yeah.
0: And Spider-Verse. Okay, so they put her... They put it on other stuff. And it makes sense, because Unstoppable Wasp was a new book when, it was, when, when she got She's on she a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now that we know she wrote for Unstoppable Wasp, or she drew for Unstoppable Wasp, they might have just moved her to sell that book, because it was a new book, you know?
1: She, she
0: did do more Silk stuff. What, and way later? She done... did
1: Silk Volume 2, the negative, 2016.
0: Okay, so yeah, she did the rest of the book. Yeah. The Robbie Thompson original run of Silk... It gets, you know, renumbered after issue seven. The art changes for a very long time. Um, Thankfully, though, I read far enough and I know enough to know how... Because they leave Silk on a good note by the end of her story, right?
1: Yep.
0: So her parents, after after Silk was put in a bunker, her parents went, like... They weren't scientists, but they wanted to find out how they could cure Silk's spider power. And in the process of doing, you know, paying people to do science, they met someone who was like, hey, listen, I can work on curing Silk's powers, but I need you to do something for me Uh, in exchange. So her parents were sent to another universe called the Negative Zone, Mm -hmm. where there was like fantasy bullshit going on. There was dragons and and, and stuff. Bullshit. Yeah. All that bullshit. All that bullshit. Yeah. Um, Her parents basically became knights in this like extra dimensional war. Yeah, no. There's another reason I stopped reading this book, Bennett. So, basically the book ends with her getting her family back, getting her brother back. Everyone's cool, everyone's in a place together. They're all united again. That ghost guy, who helped her fight the goblins, that's Hector. Yeah. Oh. Because during the period where... where, Does he know that it's her, though? I think he eventually finds out. Okay. At first he thinks Silk is just some character, but I think he finds out pretty quickly. (laughs) But Hector, during the ten years that Silk was in a bunker, Hector, like, was killed in, like, a supervillain fight, Hmm. but he died and got powers. And the way it works is, like, in order... So he'll start turning into a ghost and fading away, unless he absorbs electricity. If he absorbs enough, he can stay, like, alive and solid for a, for a while. So he's electro ghostwriter. He's electro. He's like an electric vampire. He can only stay alive by using his powers every now and again, which is why he gets to, Which is why when she's out of the bunker, he's walking around with a fiance. Okay. So he's his own character, doing his own ghost stuff. Um. By the end of the book, Silk like betrays Black Cat, starts working with Shield more, and she formally she's like, now that I have my family back she goes to S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy to become an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. And it's like, that's that's what Silk's bag is now. Like, her origin, her family, all of that is wrapped up tight. Like, she's good now. And I think throughout her book, she deals with her anxiety by going to therapy and also by, like, getting her family back. Um, yeah, any any questions, any comments about this uh, the story? I like it. I do.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really big on comic books, but I, I
0: do, I do, I did enjoy that story. It's mm.
1: not Spider Man.
0: No, but it's a Spider Man character.
1: She's fake.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she's a fictional character.
1: Whatever. No. Macy's a misogynist <laughs> against women
0: or against <laughs> Spider Woman? Against Spider Woman.
1: This is this is bull.
0: The thing is, I-, I like Silk because she has very similar problems to Spider Man, but they're still her own unique problems, mm-hmm. like. She's not just aimlessly fighting crime in New York because she's a superhero in a comic book. Like, she's actively looking for her parents. She's making these hard decisions to help her find her family. Like, you know, working for crime bosses and S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff. And her anger, her anxiety, it's all very tangible subjects. But is S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra in this? No. No? No. But... So it's the correct S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, she has very tangible problems that... Make her feel different from other Spider-Man characters, and I do agree that, like, the only problem with Silk is the problem with a lot of Spider-Man characters, where it's like, there's too many of you motherfuckers. Yeah. You all have spider powers. You all have like variations of the Spider-Man costume. There's enough of you. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So Amazon is gonna do well, not Amazon, uh, Sony and <laughs> Am- well Sony and Amazon TV okay. are gonna do a Silk show, um, and we'll see what that looks like when it comes out. But do you know who's gonna play her. No, I I mean, the smart thing would be to just use the MCU version of Silk, of Cindy Moon. Yeah. But it's Sony, so they're probably not going to do the smart so, thing. They,
2: Sony needs to just shut the fuck
0: up. <laughs> just shut up. Just let the MCU do what it needs to. Just to take it
2: back. They, they yeah. know it will be good. Yeah. Because <laughs> what the, when they do their own stuff, and then the MCU does it better... Mm-hmm no one really cares about the MCU stuff cuz we have the Sony shit so it, it like it's like a bad taste mm-hmm. you know <laughs> if they just gave everything to the MCU and let them yeah. di- let them and sony, do it it would be so much better sony
0: would still make money exactly that's all they want but it's like it's it's good. It, oh the, i can't let MCU have this yeah it's yeah. like they're embarrassed to like admit that they can't do it as well as the MCU
2: cuz then if they when they do if they do a, a silk show or whatever and it's crappy mm-hmm. and then eventually we get her in the MCU and then it's better. It's still gonna be kind of like, Ugh, you yeah. Know? It's like, well, of course it's better. The last one. It's like one... the whole thing with with Spider Man. You know, we yeah. got, already got it from Sony twice. Mm-hmm. The first one was okay. The second one was okay. You know, the MCU did good. Mm-hmm. But then it's still like, and then you, then you it's, it's people... always gonna be compared. Exactly. You yeah. always have people fighting, about, oh no, this one better. You know, this yeah. is better Spider Man. So this Silk is a...
0: the best silk. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Disney just needs to buy Sony.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's next on their on their buy it list. It has to be. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed reading Silk when it came out. Again, I really like Stacey Lee's art that really sold it for me. And uh, I don't know, I, I want to see your more stuff. I want to see your being an agent of Shield. That'd be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, yeah, have a good one. See ya. See ya later, losers. Chumps.